Good morning. I am sorry I was away. I have got so much to tell you. First, as the schools are getting ready for student walkouts this month to protest gun violence, youth-focused organizations are getting ready for three forums where teenagers will be speaking their minds later this week. For Monday, March 5th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. About this time last year, hundreds of high schoolers were getting ready to walk out of class to protest the president's ban on immigrants from seven Muslim-majority countries. When word got out to the folks at Loudoun Youth, Inc. and Ended Academies, they got to work creating an outlet for teenagers to talk about these kinds of difficult issues. They created a program called D-Cubed, which stands for Discuss, Debate, Discover. Since then, they've had monthly events to invite high schoolers to talk through these kinds of tough issues. The next event is this Thursday, and it comes as the schools are getting ready for a series of walkouts at different schools and across the nation. D-Cubed will have three forums at 7 p.m. on Thursday, March 8th. They'll be at the Percival Library, the Sterling Library, and the Rust Library in Leesburg. The forums will have professional moderators, but otherwise, adults are not invited to participate. This is for students only. The organizers say these are not rallies, and they won't be pushing any one particular viewpoint. They'll be trying to encourage meaningful dialogue. 16-year-old Cynthia Liang, a junior at Stonebridge High School and a member of the Youth Advisory Council, said she and her classmates are often discouraged from talking about these kinds of controversial issues in school. So these forums, she said, are supposed to be a platform for teenagers to talk about these tough issues, especially with people with whom they might disagree. These walkouts, of course, come after the latest big school shooting on February 14th in Florida. The school system has sent out an email stating that the system does not support walkouts or other activities that interrupt instruction or threaten student safety. Students who leave class without permission, disrupt school activities, or otherwise disregard the code of contact will be disciplined. It does not specify what disciplinary action will be taken but says that the consequences will depend on the context of the situation and a student's behavior. Interrupting the system is, of course, the point of a walkout. Anyway, if you're a teenager and you want to go to one of the D-Cubed forums this week, RSVP by texting which place you plan to go to 703-626-4888. Again, that's 703-626-4888. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, I don't know if you noticed the weather this weekend, but more than 17,000 people were without power in Loudoun, and roads were closed all over the place in that nor'easter. Governor Ralph Northam on Friday afternoon declared a statewide state of emergency in response to the weather. High winds gusting to 65 miles per hour at Dulles Airport continued throughout the day and into the weekend. Friday afternoon, Dominion Energy was reporting that 15,000 of their customers in Loudoun had lost power. Novec reported that 2,500 of its Loudoun customers are without power. 
Loudoun schools and the federal government also shut down. We've got photos on our website of some of the wind damage from around the county. Hopefully you've got power back today to go look at them. Loudoun supervisors have set county staff to work writing an ordinance that will require short-term residential rental owners to register with the local government. By short-term residential rentals, we're talking about things like Airbnb and VRBO. The same tax laws that apply to traditional bed and breakfast operations and hotels apply to short-term residential rentals. But oftentimes, county regulators don't even know those exist, and without any oversight, that has also led to concerns about safety and those rentals' effects on their neighbors. Supervisor Ron Meyer said the ordinance would be a slippery slope to putting a heavier tax burden on bed and breakfast and Airbnb owners, an argument which he simultaneously acknowledged is a logical fallacy. In his words, a slippery slope is actually a logical fallacy until you're actually proven correct, end quote. Instead, Meyer said he wants to look at possibly lowering the county's tourism taxes, like the tax on stays in hotels and bed and breakfasts. He said this new registry is reactionary regulation to the new economy. But other supervisors, like Supervisor Gary Higgins, said where short-term residential rentals hurt the BNBs is where they fly under the radar and don't have to collect and pay all the taxes and meet all the requirements that the BNBs have to. Meyer asked the board to send this issue to the Transportation and Land Use Committee. Supervisor Ralph Bona said that's just delaying and pointed out that generally tax questions go to the Finance Committee. Meyer sits on the Transportation and Land Use Committee, but not the Finance Committee. This new rule creating the registry will now have to go through public hearings and so on. The current concept would have short-term residential rental owners registering online annually with the Department of Building and Development. They could receive information about safety and zoning requirements with that registration, and copies of their registration will be distributed to other offices like the Commissioner of the Revenue, the Fire Marshal, and the Health Department. Supervisors plan to make registering free. As to taxes, businesses renting rooms to fewer than four people at a time are exempt from the transient occupancy tax. Above that, the tax is 5%. Those renting out fewer than seven bedrooms are exempt from the business, professional, and occupational license tax, the other tax on hotels and B&Bs. The county staff anticipates around 30% of short-term rental owners will have to pay the transient occupancy tax. The board voted 7-2 to start that process, with Meyer and Supervisor Coran Sains opposed. Deep Saran, a Loudoun educator and tech entrepreneur, has dropped out of the Democratic primary race for the 10th Congressional District. He is the founder of the Loudoun School for the Gifted. With him out of the race, that means there are now only 10 Democrats vying to challenge Republican Representative Barbara Comstock in the November elections. And with their previous public works director appointed by the town council to interim town manager and then put on leave amid an investigation into his conduct, the town of Percival has hired an interim public works director. Dawn Ashbacker, who served as town manager of Sykesville, Maryland from 2012 to 2017, took over last Thursday for capital projects and engineering manager Dale Lanig, who had acted in the interim role there for eight months. And while they're on their second interim town manager, the town council is closing in on hiring a new permanent town manager. You can get the full story on that and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, the Trash Pickup Club of Ashburn is holding a 5K trash pickup run today at 9 a.m. It starts in Old Ashburn at the intersection of Ashburn Road and the W and OD Trail. It's free to participate. You get gloves, trash bags, and a trash grabber, and 10 seconds off your time for every piece of trash you pick up on the run. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. 
And if you like the Morning Minute, did you know that you can print custom images on M&Ms? I did not. Anyway, print the Morning Minute logo on a bag full of M&Ms and then give them all out to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.